0: A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, from the day we heard about you, we do not cease praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord so as to be fully pleasing in every good work bearing fruit and growing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with every power in accord with his glorious might for all endurance and patience, with joy giving thanks to the Father who has made you fit to share in the the inheritance of the Holy Ones in light. He delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. (laughs) Verbum Domini.
1: While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, We have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him, and, likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, "'Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men.' When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed Him. Verbum domini Simple Obedience leads to miraculous catch of fish. That's what happened. Peter simply obeyed Jesus and fish, more than a boatload, was caught. And Peter questioned the Lord's command at first. He used common sense. He used logical reasoning. If I have worked hard all night and caught nothing, then the logic would be no fish shall be caught. That's the simple reason Peter was entertaining quickly in his mind. At the same time, he also quickly obeyed the Lord's simple command to put out into the deep. Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. Simple obedience leads to miraculous catch of fish. And surely, obeying to cast the net for a great catch of fish is very exciting to see and to experience. On the other hand, obeying God's Ten Commandments and the Church's precepts often don't excite us much, because we don't see the immediate effect like we would for the two boats load of fish caught in one casting or obeying to take up the cross the Lord permits us this day, I don't know about you, but it's not very exciting. It's not very exciting because we don't see what that's doing here and now, except pain and struggle for ourselves. Yet simple obedience leads to miracles the Lord wishes to perform. Mother Angelica once pointed out how Our Lady, Our Lady, the Immaculate Conception, the sinless Virgin, one who had no sin whatsoever in her life, in her entire life, she suffered with her son. She suffered with her son. She said, Mother said, you've got to suffer with her son too. And so do I. Jesus says, take up your cross upon yourself and I will help you with it. Learn of me. And Mother said, we don't often think of God trusting us. When we have crosses and more crosses on top of them, God is trusting us. Mother said, if you accept them obediently and go forward with His help, your soul is being purified bit by bit and becomes more beautiful before the Lord. There's the miracle. There's the miracle, the transformation of our souls to become beautiful before the Lord. We transform from glory to glory until we reach the eternal glory of Heaven. Simple obedience to God leads to miracles, just like what happened today in the gospel. One of the, one of the chapters, I know I'm the only friars here, but one of the chapters of the Friars' Constitution is on obedience. And I want to quote one portion of a paragraph here because it brings out an important point that we don't think much of And that is what happens to our dignity and integrity when we obey the Lord. And this is what the Constitution states. In the spirit of faith, the friars subject themselves to their superiors in the Church. The friars grow in dignity and integrity as they obey God's will by responding to their superiors through obedience. This is applicable to anyone, not just the friars. This is applicable to anyone who obeys God, who obeys his counsels, who obeys his commandments. We grow in dignity and integrity as we obey God's will. There's the miracle that happens in our souls, the growth in dignity and the growth in integrity, the miracle of the transformation of souls into union with the Lord Jesus. And for us religious, we have a specific counsel well, all the council are supposed to lead this, but a specific one that helps us to be more in union with the Lord Jesus, and that is the vow of obedience. Again, I quote here from the Friars' Constitution where we quote our uh, foundress, Mother Angelica. She said, "'The vow of obedience is the vow of union and sanctity for it looks for every opportunity to unite the will of the religious with the will of God as it makes itself known in the present moment." So this is one miracle that we don't think much of either. The miracle of our lives is having our will united most perfectly with the will of God. It's obviously not an overnight process. It's the journey of a lifetime. It's not just during novitiate or first profess or so. It's a lifetime to have that ultimate miracle of our union of will with God. I mean, just let's just take this morning, right? Right now it's about 7.20. And let's say from here till noon, just give it like a little bit over four hours. How's our will in regards to our union with God's will? We have, we have tendencies to go back and forth. We want to do our, I want to do my own will. And sometimes we want to do God's will, and we're striving for that, but we're, we're wanting to keep it. You know, it's a constant going back and forth, back and forth. And so that's why I call it the miracle of our journey of our lifetime is to have that ultimate miracle of union of will with God. Just like the Lord's expression in the garden, not my will, but thine be done. The Lord's obedience to the Father leads to the miracle of mankind's redemption. Simple obedience leads to miracles.